0: Welcome to Table Flipping. I'm actress Taylor Mishak.
1: And I'm writer Alyssa Littman. Join us as we sit down with guests to unpack how the fascinating, messy women of reality TV have shaped our lives.
0: And of course, dish about Bravo, The Bachelor, and everything in between.
1: Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Hey, Alyssa. How's it going how are you i'm so good we have the oscars what else oh my gosh uh the dave trailer premiered that was yes. really exciting yeah
0: that was really exciting and it looks cool it looks if i fucking do awesome. say so myself i was like oh man i would watch this show and how it's starting to feel feeling very real about
1: it being out in the world
0: it's getting very uh weird because when you as you know work on a show for so long with with like It just becomes, it belongs to the people who are working on it. And I'm so used to seeing Mm -hmm. Dave or seeing Vanessa, who was writer on the show, seeing people who are working on it and we talk about it. It's like such a big thing to us, but then nobody has seen it or cares about it. And so now that there's a teaser out and there's a trailer out and people who have nothing to do with the show are reaching out to me or you see people's response online, I'm like, oh, wow, this is no longer going to be just ours. Like it's going to be everybody's. It
1: also must be so exciting because you've worked with Dave and obviously you've worked with Tony before on other like videos. um, Yeah. And they were extremely popular and successful but this is like when I saw (laughs) it I was like it's like a real FX It's series. a real FX show. Like, it's very cool. Yeah. Exciting. I'm very
0: excited for I am super stoked. I am. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was. It's it's a weird thing to think about. But I also had an amazing weekend. I went and I visited my brother and sister-in-law, Aww. my amazing nephew. And they have been trying to get me to watch Blow Deck for right. so long. And I've always wanted to. It's just as we've talked about. I. And it's very clear from this podcast. I already watched so much reality (laughs) TV and like I would be I was always like well it's such a daunting task to me because I know I'm gonna love it I know there's all these spinoffs do I have the time and so I was like great this is awesome I know we have some exciting guests who are gonna come talk Mm -hmm. about all different uh, characters from below deck and man it was so fun I ended up watching like almost an entire season in that's three awesome. days. That's awesome. I'm so
1: excited. We're going to have John Gonzalez and Colleen Wolf on to talk about that pretty mm-hmm. soon. So, and that's going to be excellent because they're both very cool. Yeah. All right, let's get into this week. What yes. do we have? We have so much. We have The Bachelor. We have Real Housewives of New York trailer. We have mm-hmm. Real Housewives of New Jersey. We have Real Housewives of Atlanta. So bear with us, people. Yeah, <laughs>
0: we're going to get through this. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a fun time. Okay, um, you have
1: a bachelor theory and you wanted to talk about Victoria. F.
0: Yes. My bachelor theory, I have to admit, is actually my brother, Bryce, bachelor theory and it is we were talking about how there was it was such a shock when sydney was sent home because of their physical Mm -hmm. chemistry and i was like really blown away that she wasn't at least brought to the fantasy suites or closer to the fantasy suites Mm -hmm. because we saw them in that waterfall just like going at it a good old dh dry humping situation and uh my brother was like oh no He absolutely fucked her that day and then got rid of her. He's like, there's just no way, like, with every, just watching them, like, man to man, there's no way he would have eliminated her without having sex with her. So if we're going down the path of believing that this pregnancy rumor is true, the Sydney timeline Pretty much works okay. out.
1: And the other thing, this is the first time you're telling me this theory. And yes. I like it. And the first thing that popped into my mind is that it's pretty well documented from previous contestants that a sneaky way to have sex on the show is while you're in the water because <gasps> they're not filming yeah. that uh, underwater. Oh, that makes so much sense. So yeah. that's disgusting and I wouldn't do it. But oh, yeah, Gross. the pregnancy theory that we very much hope is real uh that works out it really does
0: wow and you can get pregnant
1: underwater also what's it like (laughs) to have your brother be like man to man I have a younger brother, so I sort of... I feel like I set the tone for that kind of stuff in our relationship. And I very much stay away from it. My brother's been texting me about The Bachelor, too, being like, do you think you really ended up with a producer? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But having an older brother, you know... Yeah,
0: it's funny. I mean, we also grew up in a household where my mom, particularly, is just, like, a very open person. And and not only was, like, talking about sex and stuff like that, like, kind of okay, but we had no... um, we we were allowed to watch anything. What's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for? We just like didn't have any restrictions mm-hmm. on terms of like film and television, and we could watch anything. So also like sex being a part of stories, even scripted ones, was something that we were always allowed to talk about. But wait, my brother also jokes about like now he is married. He has this beautiful family. He uh, used to joke with me that his like pickup line with girls would be like. Hey, I used to be a bad guy, but like now I'm not anymore. Like he would like give me insight into like how guys can be assholes yeah, to be women. Like, Don't
1: believe that. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So there was that's nice. There was a lot of that going on. So, but it was funny watching this this most recent episode. I like got to watch with him uh, because I was there over the weekend, and I specifically extended my trip. I was like, obviously, I have to be there on Monday night yeah. to watch The Bachelor. Oh, that's
1: cute. Um,
0: but we all also I just wanted to touch on how, and I know this is like not a unique opinion because everybody does. I am so sick of Victoria F. Oh, my God. I think I could have just jumped out of a window when she cried and cried and cried during the three-on-one date. And then he takes her to the car as though he's sending her home. And she goes,
1: I don't want to go. Like, what? What? You obviously do. She's so manipulative. Oh, She's so I hate like it. mean and he kinda started to call her out a little bit on this episode. Yes. And I really thought like and even Kelly thought oh yeah he's gonna put his big boy pants on and send her home. I will say that I just listened to Um, On the way over here, Peter talking to Nick Viall on his podcast. And Mm. Peter straight up said, I love a crier. And I was
0: like, (gasps) fuck you, dude. That's Uh, so annoying. I hate that. I mean, I think that there's got to be a balance, right? Because I would hate to watch. I would also hate to watch a Bachelor that was like only rewarding, really poised and polished and also dishonest behavior. But this is another level that that's even worse to encourage to like. Say that Hannah Ann is being more honest with him because she made herself cry on a date is also such a terrible example to set to people not I'm not even thinking about young girls. I'm just thinking about people dating. Yeah. Like, I've watched the show in single, and, like, to be, I, um, I would hate to think I would watch the show and be like, maybe I should be crying on my Tinder yeah, dates. Yeah, it's
1: also, like, you're kind of just telling everybody that there's a ripcord for, like, getting out of something if you just can make yourself cry. Like, yeah. you don't have to actually deal with anything that's happening. And po- I hated
0: how the producers handled Kelly's leaving and i know that this is just what they do and it's their job but in our previous episode we saw kelly and she was just like kind of detached and she was a little like look i'm not i'm a lawyer i'm bummed that my clients are gonna watch me do a pillow fight like (laughs) i'm happy i'm in costa rica but i'm like kind of sick of living with these girls like she kind of was the voice of reason she felt like i would have had her same little internal dialogue it felt like every time she said the journey or yeah. this experience. She was rolling her eyes a little bit. Yeah. Like, come on, let me call it a television show. But then right before she's so confident that she's going to stay and they edit her to make her look like an absolutely out of touch uh, person yeah
1: she I think she was just too cynical and could see through like all the other girls bullshit and really thought like come on like I'm an adult you're an adult like we have a good connection this is like a healthy relationship that we're in and then she like was making fun of him and being like I know you don't like when I say the word fun and I'm like dude relationships are supposed to be mostly fun yeah like if you think that relationships are supposed to be hard and like upsetting like I feel really sad for you yeah (laughs) um Uh, yeah and then he was just kind of like i think she just like wasn't made for that experience no she definitely
0: wasn't and i wish that her exit like leaned into that a little bit more i wish peter was like listen like this this is just not working out you're not the type of girl for me because you're too level-headed but and like self-aware but when she left i just thought that her edit really made her seem like she was in and of herself delusional which i mean maybe she was because she was confident that he wasn't obsessed with crying girls and like guess what cat's out of the bag he's obsessed with crying girls Mm -hmm. but i don't know just bummed me out because i thought that there wasn't real justice for kelly i thought she should have been eliminated but she should have been eliminated with a better tone it
1: seems to me that everybody um who watches the show who sort of like shares the same opinions as us thought like she was it sort of being the voice of reason. Yeah. So at least she wasn't, like, unfairly portrayed as a villain. No, you know? no.
0: Yeah, it wasn't until the very end when she left that that day with her just, like, kind of walking around, like, give me the rose already. Yeah, I yeah. was like, okay, well.
1: But also, they, like, sat outside for an entire fucking day. Yes, watching the time. sun go
0: down. I was like, I could hear, I could hear an <laughs> AD going, we're losing light, we're I losing know. light. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we're look, look light. how
1: dark it is. It was shocking, like, truly, it just sitting out in the sun. I mean, Hannah Ann started crying immediately afterwards, and <laughs> yeah. I I was like why is she crying and then i was like you know what if i had to sit outside for that long i would also be like can we like get a move on yeah you know so
0: oh man and her little note are you gonna do that for mike on valentine's day a little reasons why i love Mm -hmm. you with the eyes dotted with hearts no no no, no. sounds like you're saying yeah "Um, (laughs) she's
1: like i love you because um you're a cute boy yeah Oh, okay, we can't get any more specific and than that? And 100 no. more reasons. I like you because um, you give me roses. It's <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> there's no... It's as if you've never met him before. Yeah.
0: Um, but she choked up, like, right on the right one, and he loved it. She was like, I love you because you make me feel... <laughs> scene and it's and he ate it up it's wild
1: um let's talk about the real housewives of new york trailer guys if you don't watch housewives let me tell you this is the mvp of the housewives franchise yep this show constantly delivers um, it appears that the Countess Luann, fresh off her cabaret tour, <laughs> is no longer sober and is actively <laughs> choosing to drink vodka, which I'm here and for and shouting,
0: I never fucked the pirate. Which
1: I'm sorry, Luann, you did fuck she the pirate the pirate. You fucked the pirate. You did. Like, (laughs) someone broke up with you. Jacques broke up with you because you fucked the pirate and then you tried to speak French and hide it from producers on the TV show. (laughs) And guess what? They have someone who speaks French who can write what you're saying in subtitles. Why? She's just, like, delusional. We gotta love her. It's just, (laughs) it's
0: like this, if you... Again, yeah, if you don't watch, you've got to watch and start with this trailer. It's a genius trailer. Better than the Dave trailer, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to choose between watching Dave and this season of Real Housewives of New York, I would be torn. But we see like so many wonderful, uh, just like set pieces and locations yeah. too. Like I love that they obviously go to Mexico and there's like this gorgeous resort and they're freaking out at each other there. There's s- scenes of them in a cornfield. Yes. And we see them, like, yelling at each other and, like, shitting, maybe, or peeing in a cornfield? Yeah, I
1: think Sonia was peeing in a cornfield, which, if you've seen the show, is not a surprise. And if you haven't seen the show, catch up, because mm-hmm. that's the kind of content you're getting. She's stomps on, like, a mirror? Yeah,
0: she's stomping on a mirror, breaking <laughs> a mirror. She puts two pumpkins on the sides of her head yes. and starts yelling. It's, It just looks so fun and good. I'm and we've exciting. got a new oh, cast yeah, member. Oh, yeah, a new
1: housewife, too, who Leah. was apparently... Um, Recommended by Bethany Frankl, who's no mm-hmm. longer with us on the show. Um, we'll see. TBD, hard hard group of ladies to hang with. Not an easy place to make yeah. friends. I am sad that Tinsley Mortimer, who's just been like sort of like a car crash in slow motion this entire time, who I love who's very real about, like, being extremely lonely and not good as a single person. Yeah. She's now um, engaged to this guy who's sort of been stringing her along for a long time that mm-hmm. she previously ended with a breakup in the last season, and she's not coming back to the show. So I'm interested to see that all play yeah. out as well. Um, but happy for her and hope she gets the little babies that she and her mom Yeah, want, hope you know? she gets
0: the little babies to hang with her little chihuahuas. It
1: looks fabulous. Um, we'll continue to report April on April 5th? Oh, April I don't know.
0: It's coming in April 2nd, April 2nd.
1: Okay, amazing. And we're going to have someone do an episode on Luann uh, around that time. Oh, as yes, well. so the Countess. That'll be good. Um, so, we watched Real Housewives of Atlanta this week. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to ask you. Yes. So, Cynthia, one of the housewives, she's engaged to Mike Hill, who mm-hmm. is a Fox Sports caster. Um, he, by all accounts, seems like a great guy. They both have teenage daughters around the same age. Like, it seems like they're in a very positive, loving relationship. This episode, we learned that he previously cheated on... It sounds like a couple of his ex-wives, like, while they were together, and Cynthia goes out to L.A. to meet his friends, and there's a whole scene with all these... It's, like, ten beautiful women, and -hmm. they're teasing him and commenting on the fact that he doesn't have any male friends, like, he's only friends with women, and also, Cynthia is unclear whether or not he's ever been romantic with these women. Right. So... I don't know what to make of this. I would not allow any of
0: this. Is that your question? Yeah, (laughs) I wanted to know what you think.
1: I also, don't you
0: think, I mean, we often see it with women who will only have guy friends and they, you know, kind of like the Sheena type who will then be like, well, I actually only hang out with guys because I don't like drama. And if you're not hanging out with one gender as a rule, it means there's something wrong with you and and how you might be interacting with both genders. Um, I would be very freaked out I'm very spoiled right now because uh, my boyfriend Tony is mostly friends with guys who Mm -hmm. are also great guys and it's nice it's like so but I have definitely been in a position where I've had I've dated guys or had boyfriends who are surrounded by really beautiful women especially in LA Mm -hmm. everybody here is just so goddamn beautiful (laughs) But I would never more importantly than that, like I would just absolutely need to know if there was if they had hooked up. Yeah, or like not. that
1: would have been my first question. That's before the more I egregious thing. Yeah, them. yeah. Especially if you have a history of cheating, I'd be like, Okay, well yeah. i you be romantic with that. Well, and
0: I, and we've talked about this before of like you never you just also people assume that you and your partner tell each other everything. So you kind of have to do that sometimes. Like I never I've been like, listen, I don't need you to give me a play by play of like everyone you've hooked up with in Los Angeles. Right. But if I'm about to walk into a room right. and someone's gonna be there, you have to tell me. It's yeah. gonna be awful and we're gonna it's gonna hurt my feelings, but I don't want to look like an idiot in front of her. Right. And I don't wanna find
1: out in real time with a conversation with you and her that you guys hooked up. Yeah. And it's clearly a surprise. No. Yeah. yeah. So I
0: I wonder how she's dealing with it. And to do that in a public setting on this show would be very nerve-wracking. Because yeah. I would feel the pressure to be like, oh my god, no. It's totally fine that yeah. he hangs out with hot girls. And I don't know if they have her or have not, but like, whatever. I'm fine with it. Like, I, I would feel a pressure to be cool. I
1: just think it's weird that he works in sports and he doesn't have any male friends.
0: Like, what Are th- they all, like, also broadcasters? I have no idea.
1: They're just oh, like a collection of beautiful women that showed up. And oh. I don't know why. <laughs> oh my god. But their um, couple hashtag is chill. See Hill. Oh, Cynthia OK. Hill. So, you know, maybe she's just like too chill. But you're of my camp. We're oh, like that. yeah. Yeah. There, I, I have vetted every single person. <laughs> 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 Look, I'm not going to pretend like I'm above all this. Yeah. I just wanted to know what like a more normal person No, does. I think I know. I, I think that it's such a.
0: Yeah, I I also I, I would I get stressed out. If a, like I said, if a girlfriend is like, I actually just hang out with all boys. And I would feel that way if Tony was like, I actually just have, like, a bunch of girlfriends. I'd be like,
1: what? Yeah, it's confusing. I don't know. Um, let's talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey. Real Housewives I, of New this Jersey. This show, sometimes it's so silly, and sometimes it makes me the most emotional of any Housewives fr- <laughs> franchise. Francheries. French fries. Series, French fries. Whatever. <laughs> um, I, because of the prison story in their family, mm-hmm. um... And really seeing how that's affected their daughters and like how it's torn their family apart and how they've tried to like glue it, you know, together basically. Um, Teresa, first of all, I love Gia Judice, or Judice, whichever she wants she prefers. I think she's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and we've watched her grown up and she's like just such like she's a delight to listen to. Um, but Teresa said that she was like a way for gia's eighth grade dance mm-hmm. and so she wanted to make her prom extra special so <laughs> she was like running around like setting up all these like um food trays and doing balloon towers and just trying to like really make it a moment like that she is so excited to be there for her daughter and especially because her dad is in ice custody yeah at the moment. i thought that was very sweet it was very sweet yeah
0: did you go to prom
1: I did. I went to prom (laughs) twice. My mom made me wear the same dress both years. Oh, still mad about it. Still (laughs) mad about it. (laughs) I went junior, my junior year, I went with my boyfriend who was a senior. And then Mm -hmm. my senior year, he came back from college to go with me And I had a red Nicole Miller dress that cost $300 and it was beautiful. And then my mom was like, it was too expensive. You can just wear it again to your own prom.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like I would, my mom would also be of the camp of like rewear it again, but I feel like she would have leniency about me wearing it to the same event again. Mm -hmm. So doing two proms back to back. She was
1: like, "Uh, did people call you outfit repeater? No. I mean, who knows what the fuck they call me? But this is why if we grew up with Rent the Runway, things would be totally different. Yeah,
0: this is very true. I had a a (laughs) Jessica McClintock dress that was like so, so beautiful. And I actually ended up wearing it again in college because we had like a fake prom in college. So I had my mom mail it to me and it was great. Uh, But I went to my junior prom. Uh, with a boyfriend I didn't know very well and all of his friends who I also didn't know very well. And then senior year, I decided to go to a speech and debate tournament instead of prom. Wow.
1: Yeah. What a fucking nerd you are. Yeah. But
0: then, do you <laughs> remember Formspring?
1: No, what is that? Formspring
0: was this website. I hope it doesn't exist anymore. It was a website where people can ask you, like, submit, like, anonymous questions oh, and anonymous yeah. messages. Yeah, and, yeah. and my senior year, I got a message that said, you looked fat at prom. <gasps> And I was like, I wasn't at prom. I was at a speech tournament. And I won. And I didn't look fat there either. Fuck you. Wow.
1: (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. Someone called me a straight up Southern California bitch. That was like their main complaint about me and I was like straight you're up Southern from, California bitch you're from Southern
0: California and you're being a bitch
1: we're all from Southern California wow. <laughs> and then the other complaint about me was like you know boys would be like her nose is too big and whatever <laughs> and then I went to my high school reunion and um, Richard Stock shout out Richard he's a baseball player in the minor leagues and his brother's gonna be on the Phillies this year Robert Ooh. Stock so your <laughs> eyes peeled everybody he <laughs> was drunk and he said I'm so glad you never got a nose job and I was like okay Richard. oh my god <laughs> Anyway, it's fine. I've like mostly, I've mostly grown out of being a teenager. I'm mostly over it. it. I'm mostly over it. It's (laughs) fine. Who knows? High school sucks. Okay. (laughs) Um, it was very interesting to see that Teresa Judice finally admitted that Joe Mm -hmm. cheated and that she found a cell phone when Gio was three. I feel like so many women that marry horrible men always have a moment um, where they're like, "And I should have left then, and my life would have been better," and like. It makes me so sad, but I'm glad that she's, like, being honest about it I mean, there's
0: something so ingrained in, like, their culture, specifically, I think, is, like, Italian-American families. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, like, now treading into water. I'm careful about what I say. Stereotypes. But it seems like, from what they say on the show, and then also just from being in, like, my parents' generation where, like, divorce is just not an option, doubled down for them, I think, as Italian-Americans. Are they Catholic? They... My parents are them. Uh, them.
1: Uh I don't know. Th- you know... They, they are, are, right? They're something. They're I very, think they are. I think I, they're Catholic.
0: Because that, that Easter celebration is, like, very yeah. Catholic. And like,
1: divorce is, like, a big deal.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, so. like, so I think for, for religious re- reasons and cultural reasons and then, like, financial reasons and, you know, <laughs> so that they could break the law together and then go to jail together. Yeah. But they... It was just, like, she. I don't think she felt like she had options. And then even now, I think the repercussions of that are... Now people are like, well, you can be separated. Now you can be divorced. Like, now you guys should be living this life. That would be, I would be really resentful of that if I was in her shoes. Because I would think back to that moment when Gia was three and I found this fucking cell phone. And be like, well, I wish I felt this way now. Like, like back then. Like, that I could fucking have made a difference. And now you guys are telling me that it's all, like.
1: Yeah, I feel like she basically had to try every single possible avenue to make their family work. Because there would have been such a, like. Uh, a heavy, heavy blame on her if she decided to basically quit on her yeah. family because of, like, the culture that she comes from. And I think everyone now is, like, Teresa, you've done literally every possible thing, probably to the extent that it's, like, gonna kill you. Like, yeah. whatever you want is fine. So it's nice to see people supporting her in that Yeah, way.
0: well, and, and especially her brother. So we're talking yeah. about Joe is, like, a very interesting male character, if you will, to have on the show compared to her husband, Joe.
1: Like Joe. So both her husband and her brother are named Joe. Um, (laughs) Joe Gorga is her brother. Joe Giudice is her husband. Um, It's interesting to see Joe. He like has this journey on the show going from like, kind of a reductive traditional semi-shitty to women like mindset and then his wife like opens a boutique and sort of stands up for herself and like wants to be a strong role model for their daughter and he's like slowly slowly moving towards being like okay you're you're you can work okay even though i'm the breadwinner like Mm -hmm. clinging to like certain pieces of like traditional masculinity and then it seems like finally now that all of this stuff has happened to his sister's family he's like letting go and saying like i never thought that you deserve to be treated that way as his yeah. wife like and he's still making jokes that are kind of reductive, but you can tell that like melissa definitely has the upper hand in the relationship oh yeah and he's like changed his tune quite a bit which is fun to see i would
0: like t- i like to think that it's like melissa changing him having daughters changing yes. him and like seeing his sister in this like insanely horrible relationship and also kind of I- I- exactly what I'm talking about too with, t- with the shoes that Teresa was in of the time. Like, I think that it was easier to just, you know, swallow your tongue or hold your tongue about your sister getting married to a guy who's kind of mean. Because yeah. then it's like, well, everybody's husband is kind of mean. I don't know. I think there was something a little bit of like, that you just tolerated it. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, I don't have to tolerate it anymore. And yeah. in fact, I've been tolerating it all along. This right. is like not news to me. Yeah. So times are a changing. time. And you can changing. see it on New Jersey, which is promising. Um,
1: we have a special episode interview today. Oh, yeah. It's about Are You the One with your good friend, Carol. Uh,
0: yeah, and it is. She is the one, this let me tell you. This is maybe
1: the most woke reality show season we've ever covered. And I'm very excited Yeah, about it.
0: yeah. I'm very pumped, too. And we talked a little bit about that i mean even having carol come in and uh do our interview we're always like yeah we're just gonna sit down and like have a fun time talk to us about the reality show and it was exciting to hear about this last season of are you the one being the first sexually fluid mm-hmm. uh cast and they had people who identified as different g- genders and people who are non-binary and people mm-hmm. who are transitioning, and, I, you hear me even stumble a couple times over pronouns right. and it's, it's something, it was a nice reminder that like, I can feel like I'm the most accepting person on the planet and I still have a little homework to do. Right. Um, and that it's nice to know that you can even use something like an MTV reality show to be that yes. homework. Like it, it made it less daunting. Like it all at once was a little reminder of like, okay, if I'm going to be woke, I need to be a little bit more active yeah. and like. But also that's not that hard of a pill to swallow because I could go to my MTV app and watch the first episode of the latest season of Are You the One? Yeah, And, get and like they a have fun keywords driver. and yeah, yeah definitions. <laughs> and it's a fun way to learn. But yeah, it's a really cool, it's a really cool show. She's such a hilarious person. Um, and it's a very fun interview.
1: And we hope you guys enjoy.
0: Yay! If your perfect match
2: with standing right in front of you. Would you even know it? You're here because you have one thing in common. You suck at relationships.
0: All right. <laughs> Today for our guest, we have my dear
2: friend, Carol Trahan. Do you prefer Carolyn or Carol? Um, I like I, I usually introduce myself as Carolyn, but I, I I'm always like, my friends call me Carol, so it right. really doesn't matter. And right recently
0: you introduced yourself as Carol to someone and they said, Haha, okay, but <laughs> what's your real name? Yeah, they
2: fully, they were like, um, I was in like a writing class and someone was like, all right, I get it. So what, what was your, your birth name? And I What? Was like, yeah. And I was like, uh, no, it's, it's Carol. And they were like, okay, but you do comedy. So it's just like your funny comedy name. And I was like, N- no, my my name is Carol. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> that. So my like, name, I know. That person's crazy. never actually done Very any funny. comedy. That's crazy. Like, okay, cool. It's nuts. So, yeah, my name is Carol. And Your it's name real. is Carol. <laughs> She's uh,
0: an incredibly talented actor and comedian. She has a part in the Melissa McCarthy movie Superintelligence coming Ooh. out. Very she has a part in FX's new comedy Dave, which oh. is also coming out soon. <laughs> um, and that's going to be, I've heard that's going to just be amazing. Yeah, Uh, that's a word on the street.
2: Star-studded cast.
0: Yeah, Um, and you're here today to talk to us about MTV's Are You the One? So
2: excited! So excited to talk about
0: it. And I have (laughs) seen the most recent season. Alyssa has not seen it, although she's seen promos. But I have
1: seen promos where there's a lot of like red-faced, sweaty people in body glitter, screaming, which seems like great recipe for a show.
2: Oh, it's so yeah. Uh, Um, so you haven't seen the show, so I'll just like give my little, it, it's had eight seasons and then like one season of a spinoff, but the first seven is kind of a different game than the most recent season. So they get 10 guys and 10 girls. And before you go on the show, they interview your family, your friends, your exes, like everyone in your life. And they give you like intense interviews. Like you do all of the personality, the classic personality tests Mm -hmm. and they interview you and on Paper. They decide of these ten guys and girls who is going to be a perfect match. Okay. So on paper, you're supposed to be like m- destined to be with this. So person. is this
1: like y- when people do personality tests? It's like INTFJ. Yeah, like that Myers kind sprig. of stuff? Okay. okay. And it's okay. also just
2: like like not necessarily like who you think. You're attracted to, but it's also like, who do you think is a good life partner for you? Like, okay. what do you think you need to become a better person and like be with? Mm-hmm. So it's like th- hyper compatibility test. Yeah, exactly. Is, yeah. And so what they do is they put you, uh, they take you to Hawaii and they put you in a house and in for ten weeks. If you the the catch like the tagline of the show is if your perfect match was right in front of you, would you ever be able to find find them? and then if you and your you can find your match at the end of the 10 weeks if all 10 couples do it they all get to split a million dollars. Oh
1: wow. So, so you have to so find the person that was made for you and they yes. don't tell
2: you till the end. Yeah. And,
1: but, and there's What a good concept yeah, for a it's show. It's a really good concept. <laughs> so good. It's really cool. Oh you my can, god, how mad would you be if like two people got it wrong? Well, the, yeah. Well,
2: exactly, but that's that's what it's like such a mob mentality because first off like everyone gets in the house and like the first thing that happens is who you should be with on paper isn't necessarily who you're no. attracted to. No. So people are like, one of my favorite moments in like season four is there's a guy that meets a girl and he's like, so where, are you? they're like just meeting each other. He's like, so where are you from? And she's like, I'm from this small part in Louisiana. And he's like, you're from Louisiana. Like I'm from the same part of Louisiana. And he's convinced Interesting. the rest of the season that he's like, she's my match because yeah. we both grew up in the same spot. And like, But that's not necessarily what it's all. It's.
1: Do people. So I'm interested to know who is deciding what determines whether or not you're a good match. So
2: there's different things. Like different people say that it's like a team of people, like the matchmakers. And some people say it's like, I was reading recently that it's like a dating algorithm. Okay. Really? But what's interesting is. Do they give them
1: categories or anything? No. It's just completely like they don't even tell
2: you. But what's interesting is like. By the end of the season, what I like the most is also you sit and you've watched these people like meet each other and you're like, I get why they thought they'd be a match. Right. Even though they didn't find each other or maybe they like figured it out and didn't really connect. Like I see why they were paired together. So it's so interesting because it's. Partially, just like all this crazy drama, where they're like, "You're with so and so, and you shouldn't be with them," and like, but it's also this fun game where I'll be sitting with them, and I'm like, "Do you think that they're really a match?" Yeah. You're on the edge of their seat, your seat, because you're. Oh, it's.
0: And each week, in the most recent season I watched, there is a truth booth, and a an a couple each week can go in and is vote like they all vote who's going to go right, and they step into this like very funny, well lit (laughs) room. And uh, there's and then there's lasers everywhere, and it like the lasers read them, and they're holding hands, and they're like <laughs> freaking out. And then it'll either say, "Yes, you're a perfect match." right or no. And it's interesting to see them react in the house because people will go in convinced. They'll just be like, "I know that this is my match. We know that we're a match." They go and they find out that they're not a match. They come uh. back into the house, and everyone else in the house is like, Great. So to play the game, you guys need to fucking break up right now. And so sometimes the couples are like, well, we don't want to. Like, we don't. And they're like, no, but we all want to win a million dollars. So you need to start flirting with and fucking other people. And you have to watch
2: the person you thought was your match in the same house, go start fucking other girls. Yeah. Yeah. And some people like, some people take to it really well and they're just like, well, it wasn't meant to be. And they go off and do their thing and this other person was like, did you ever really care about me? Yeah, yeah. You're just off doing your thing. It's, so the Truth Booth is the only way that you can determine your match. So they have like fun challenges each week mm-hmm. and then th- like the top three or top two couples they all get to go on a date. That's the only way you can leave the house and they do fun things. They're in Hawaii so they like swim with dolphins or they yeah, like Yeah, they like scuba do, dive. Yeah, they do like fun things and then the rest of the house chooses who they want to vote in mm-hmm. and then they vote them in and then at the end of the week they have this thing called a matchup ceremony and it's one usually first season's one through seven it's Guys week versus girls week. And they pick out the girls like one by one and they'll choose who they want to sit with for that week. And then at the end of the matchup ceremony, they tell you how many matches are correct in the crowd, but they don't tell you who they are. Mm-hmm. So it becomes like a numbers game. But every person that's with their partner is like, that beam is us. It's us, baby. <laughs> like it's yeah. so wild wow. to watch. Yeah. It's very interesting, but it's also such a, Fun social experiment to just watch people, like... Tear each other apart. Well, and it's also just, like, some people are like, I'm convinced this is the person I'm meant to be with. And it's like, they're bad for you. uh, Yeah, Mm. I was going to
1: say, is it obvious as an audience member that people just, like, don't belong together and they have bad
2: pickers kind of thing? I think it's also some... Yeah, yeah, sometimes you're like, they are just... It's toxic. Like, you shouldn't... They shouldn't be together. Mm -hmm. But... You like kinda like them together. And then there's some people you're like, I really believe it, and they're not. And you're you're like, how can this person be with anyone else? Yeah. Like, thought that this was their person. In
0: this most recent season, there was a a couple that got hot and heavy really quickly. Oh. And it was clear to me as an audience member that they were bad for each other, mm-hmm. but also clear to me why they were drawn to each right. other. It was like this habit of the, the guy was like kind of more of a fuck boy and the girl was just like really drawn to it. Like he, he was so sexy and cool and aloof. Yeah. And it was like, oh no, honey, like don't be, they shouldn't be exactly. with each other because they're perpetuating their bad habits. And they have games where they're using information uh, that they've gotten from ex-boyfriends and girlfriends of the people on the show. So they'll be like, we actually talked to all of your exes and they all said like that you... Uh, we ha- we have we know who who cheated in the room and they have to like label each other and be like well I think that Alyssa is Whoa. a cheater and I think so their 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 goal is to not only match up and win all this money but they're supposed to want to be with their match because right. it's the healthier thing right and it it doesn't seem like it always like people are like oh I get why you're my match
2: I guess but there's just no love connection yeah and so and like you do better in challenges if you know. Your match. Like you can match up with someone and then you can do better in challenges because they're like, okay, who um has three dogs? And they'll be like, oh, I know my match has three dogs. I talk mm-hmm. to them every day. And then so they, they're more likely to go on a date and get in the truth mm. booth. But so what's fun about season eight, oh, I love season eight. I m- Season four was my absolute favorite. And then season eight came out and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> because at, this was the first te- te- television series in general where it's a reality show where everyone is sexually fluid. Okay. So it's 16 people and anyone can match wow. with anyone. Wow. So it's it is in oh. the
1: producer's best interest to have it be a progressive show, Yeah, Yeah, is yeah. <laughs> like, and it was that's so, a really funny point. Awesome. Yeah, they're all sitting around they're like, actually, they're like, what this, would be, <laughs> this would really
2: help our show. Nobody yeah.
1: could eliminate anybody. Yeah.
2: It's, it's <laughs> so, because it, the odds are so much harder, but what wow. it was so, I love that season because it also, it, kind of like brought I was watching it with someone who had never really I guess because I went to theater school I like (laughs) was like oh like I surround myself with people that like like I'm bisexual like you know like I, I don't know and then this straight guy was like this is really interesting like this, so this person is, he says he's pansexual. They, they say that they're pansexual. What does that mean? And I was like, and then they they explain it. Oh. And it was so fun. It was in really cool. In the show they explain it? Yeah, they talk about brown. Oh. The, first,
0: the first two or three episodes of Who season eight of Are you, you the One, well, they, people will explain the contestant their... The explains they, yeah. their... So they'll say like, I am non-binary or I am bisexual or I am this, I am pansexual. But then MTV put up little like kind of the more you know blurbs oh, and yeah. they would put in like the actual definition of all of these different things. And so it was very
2: like, educational, educational in like a fun way. Like, and then there there was a, a moment in the scene, like in the season where they there was someone talking about them like another m- member and they misused a pronoun. And then someone corrected them and they were like, actually, I, I go by they. And mm-hmm. it, it was like you're like, oh wow. Like it just started a lot of conversations that I was like. Uh, That's so important
1: to show that in a competitive context. So, people who might not feel like they're invested in learning about that kind of stuff have a reason to get invested in it and it'll stick with them because they're like rooting for a favorite character or something. I think Mm -hmm. that's a really cool way to like open people's experiences. Exactly. And to see
0: it in action too because then you get to watch them explain what they identify as and who they are attracted to typically and then you get to watch them all date each other and you're like oh I get it of course he would be with him because of what he said about this. So then you have a more full exemplified understanding of all the definitions definitions right. right and I, you could see it and happening. also
2: just like what I loved about it too is I I got to, you get to see people from di- there was there was someone that was like I've known I was gay since the eighth grade and someone's mm-hmm. like I've never been with another man mm-hmm. and I'm just discovering this about myself and I was like I just just dis- like discovered that I was bisexual very recently so it's very cool to see that everyone's still like in their own path and their own mm-hmm. journey. And like someone had recently, th- they identify as non-binary and they're, they talk openly about like doing hormones and like wow. processes. And I was like, wow, this is just so cool because I was like, wow, I identify with this. I feel like a lot of people like identify with It's uh,
1: Are people, when they have those conversations, are they talking about it in a date text? Are they talking about it with friends in the house where they're living? Yeah. Like, all of it. What's
2: nice is in the beginning, like the first episode, everyone kind of does, like, this is how I identify. Mm -hmm. And then it all fades away. It doesn't matter anymore. Then everyone's just trying to date. Which is also a huge point. Yeah. 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 Then everyone's like, I don't even care about that. I just, like, want to be with this person. Yeah. It's so interesting. And, like, it's... I feel like it's a giant social experiment in all of the seasons, but it's just so fun to watch because I think if I was on the show, I wouldn't know who I'm supposed to oh be. Oh my God, with. Carol, I would love to see you on <laughs> the show. I'd be like, oh.
1: Um, do you feel, and I know this is like a common thing in reality shows when somebody like really tries to forge a path or break the mold and be like, like for example, real housewives of Atlanta, I feel like was the first housewife series that was all black women. And so a lot of people were like, you have to represent black women in a certain way. Like their viewership had a backlash about it and they were like, Hey, this is like who we are. We're being ourselves. And like, it all worked out and we love them and it's great. (laughs) And those people were haters so they can just fuck off. Do you feel like there's ever any response in that way where where there's like I, I mean I don't know how controversial their like fights and stuff get where people feel like, oh this is dumbing this down or anything like that i don't
2: I don't think so I think like uh, I think it was nominated for something recently because it is just like it's exposure i mm-hmm. think and it's i I think it's only uh, they're really great about communicating about it and it I didn't really feel like it was dumbing it down it was just like they're living their lives. And, that's awesome. and, I, and all
0: those steps, I think that's a really good question. And I think that they probably covered, MTV helped probably protect the cast in that way with those first few episodes, with all of the like little information blurbs and the yeah. way that even MTV promoted it. Right. Um, seemed like pretty aware. And then, yeah, there was nothing on the show that was like wildly controversial That's or Honestly like, yeah. very
1: impressive. Like even um Big Mouth recently did a character that Ali Wong played right. who said she was pansexual, but then people felt I think the audience felt like her the the written version of what that character's like thought process on being pansexual was wasn't accurate to everyone's experience or was like a little bit disrespectful and they had to come out and apologize and I think like it's very cool that there's a fun like creative competitive Mm -hmm. reality show that's like Hitting the nail on the head with all of these different experiences, right? Yeah. it was. That's it, very it impressive so to me. Fun. Do
0: yeah. you find uh, so this this season that we're talking about now uh, is the first time it's done it, and yeah. it was earlier this year, and it mm-hmm. was wonderful. It was the first thing that, like I said, I watched because you got me on board. In previous seasons, because I haven't seen the the f- one through seven when mm-hmm. it was guys' team and girls' right. team, uh, were, very crazy. <laughs> and were there any? Uh, women in those seasons
2: that stuck out to you as your favorites and why I my favorite I th- my favorite in season 4 there's a a girl named Tori and I think she did she did it right she just came in she's like this beautiful like fun gorgeous like blonde girl and she comes in and Everyone, of course, is like immediately attracted to everyone, also, I should say, everyone is so gorgeous on the show. That everyone's like <laughs> hot. So you yeah, wanna perfect. watch them because they're all hot and they <laughs> kiss each other and you're like, these hot people are making out this is thrilling. But like she came in and I think she came in where she was like, I wanna win the money, but I also am down to have a good time and have yeah. a lot of fun because it's some people really meet someone and they fall in love and they like mm-hmm. she, I think she had a great. She would go. She was sent into the truth booth so often, like people mm. were like constantly like, who is her match? Mm-hmm. And she would t- be like, I was really invested in them. All right, well, uh, like you know, like Moving on. <laughs> I gotta figure it out. And yeah, I think yes, it, girl. She, yeah, she was someone that like took it seriously enough, but never. I I never was like, she's crazy. She's doing, and she ended up coming back on the. They have a spinoff season where like couples do a completely new game. And Karamo Brown actually uh, was the host of it. It was oh very, wow. very fun. That's spin-off. fun. He does but nothing on. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he has a real Queer, job. Yeah. Queer Eye. Like, so. I'm like, can you wear something else and <laughs> yeah. just like actually bring something to this yeah. experience? No, yeah. okay, no he's Instead great. Of just I love like, him. I'm just <laughs> teasing. <laughs> I'm just teasing. It's just that Bobby like wheelchair-proofed a whole house. It's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
2: But he, she like did a great job, I think, of coming in to play the game, and then afterwards, like she she used like like season four to like kickstart. Cause then she was on the spinoff and then she was on uh, the challenge doing that. And she like, I think she really made, she played the game and really well. She never like caused a lot of drama right. in my opinion. I like re was re- recently rewatching the season and like, yeah, she was in it. She was constantly in storylines, but I never felt like she was really putting her foot in her mouth. Right. I really never, I feel like she was very, I guess mm-hmm. the That's time. so
0: admirable and considering it's such like a chaotic, I feel like I would be a yeah. mess within yeah. 30 seconds. I feel yeah. like too,
1: it would be hard to, you know, have feelings for somebody but then also not want to be the one that pissed everybody off, off because you like fucked up the million dollars. Right, no. So I feel like even if I was in love with somebody I would just be like oh you guys don't think that's my match? Okay no problem. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, means, yeah. We gotta get this million and it's not right. gonna be my fucking uh, fault. Yeah, so, like, you're just like yeah. people please. Yeah. And, <laughs>
2: and she ends up what's cool is like towards the end she, oh she like kind of teams up and you find out later that it is her match who she teams up with and she like wow she's, and she finds out that they've been taking notes the whole time on like so so and so match with so and so this week oh. and with, so they're able to like partially do it there's such a, a like in the show the host is always like play with your heart and not the game and yeah, like it's so out. funny Like I mean, in the second half it's like you can if you sit you down can. you can figure it out and yeah. it is partially hard but you also like they yeah. can like they have they have like a little
0: conference sometimes where they'll just be like, all right, everybody get in the living room. Who <laughs> yes. did
2: you sit with the first week? And they
0: like get out a pen and paper and they start doing. It's that. like
1: the um Always Sunny in Philadelphia meme with the like all yes. the like, strings <laughs> yeah. on the board yeah. and he that's, like hasn't slept. That's
0: Carol every season. I
1: believe <laughs> like Carol is so. I think oh, we wow. have
0: to address like your hardcore fandom because this is this is funny because in this context you get to come and be a guest and talk about it and it's yeah. all like very calm and professional and like of course <laughs> this is what Carol does every day. Yeah. Without a microphone, oh like the God. amount of times I've been in a room, and I will walk in and I'll just hear Carol be like, "Okay," and then there's the truth booth, right? <laughs> and you go in the truth, like she's just like I, loves this show. She pushed so, so hard, hard for me on to start every watching day? it. No, it's okay. on MTV in her and life. Like, it is. <laughs> yeah, in my life,
2: I'm I well, I accent, like I just bought season four and I've watched it so many times and like I thought and then now I'm like wow. T- today I was looking at my Amazon and I was like I gotta buy season eight it's too good <laughs>
0: also the first time you bought it you accidentally <laughs> bought it on your boss's account yeah and she I had, had to, to tell her, her boss email my boss and oh be like no. I'm so sorry
2: I just like bought this <laughs>
1: And they were like, a whole TV's. Yeah, I was like,
2: I just bought a reality show on my (laughs) company credit card. I'm so sorry. And they were just like, oh, okay, okay, like we'll figure it out. There was also, so (laughs) it's not,
0: it's not as hugely popular as you know, uh, Vanderpump or The Bachelor or whatever. So they don't have, they had what eight episodes, but there's no like after the final rose, like or TLC's Mm. Tell All. There isn't a finale in that. That's like the satisfying. You you see if they win or lose, but then you don't get to see the cast get together. And talk about the whole thing But there was A like How would you even
2: describe it? It was like It was on After Buzz Which is After like After Buzz uh, it, I think it's like it. It's kind of like Gives fans that Don't get the opportunity To get that re- Like reunion They give it to them But it's like When I watched it I watched it I had to watch it later But it's like they, they they kept being like, oh, uh, do we have them? Uh, it's, nope. And the, it's the like the, the signal. Ultra out. <laughs> low
0: budget. Basically, oh, so all good. of the cast on like webcams. Oh my having god. Having kind their of house. kind of like an AMA, ask me anything on Reddit. So it was like just fans talking to the cast of Are You the One on these like shitty webcams wow. for. So- a very like, long time. because it's unbelievable. Because there's, no, there's nobody mediating it, and there's right. no, like, oh, so it would just be them reading questions and telling stories. And so a lot crazy. of tea came out. It was, like, very juicy. Yeah. This thing was hours long, and I saw some clips of it. But Carol and I kept texting about, like, different pairs and things that we thought were interesting. And then I would be like, where did you hear this story? And Carol's like, oh, I watched that <laughs> thing where they were on their webcams for, like, three hours. I was like, yeah. Carol, you watched the whole thing? I
2: truly, like, and then I, like, I... Follow them on Twitter and Instagram. I think it's so I'm like, what's happening? But they're great. I'm just like, they're so much fun. And like they that season, that season was also crazy because it really reminded me of theater school. Like everyone was like, um, we're having a great night. Let's all get naked and go in the pool. And no (laughs) one and it wasn't even sexual. I was like, this is just wild. Like they just had, they just didn't care. They were just living their sweet dreams. It's kind of like
0: if the real world had more of a interesting kind of objective to it, because the yeah. game they're playing is really interesting. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all, also all they're doing is partying in a mansion. Mm-hmm. So you get right. the best of both of those reality worlds. Of like, there's a competition, and there's a game. There's something you could feel involved in, but then it's also just a bunch of hot right. people.
2: And it's interesting. Some people really do like. So, there's one couple that. Week one, they sat next to each other, and then they were like, "I don't know, I just think they're really great." And like, I don't know if they're like supposed to be my match, but like, I just really like them. And then, lo and behold, they knew week one that that was the person they were supposed to be with. And then they've matched, and then they'll date after. And then there's a lot of couples that they're like, "We weren't a match," like we were a match, but I see why. Like I, we didn't have that connection, but I see why they're my person, and we're very close. And then some people are like we weren't a match and we still like each other and we're going to date each other after the show. And it's, but then do they, can
1: you still like, like basically can you break up on the show and uh, like, like what determines if you're actually with someone in order to get the million? You know
2: what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess, well, it's, Really about I mean, I guess that would be
1: complicated because then you'd have to sort of like hook up with the other person and they'd have to be not yeah, jealous you have yeah. to hook up with it, But Anyone. how do
0: you find out? It's like, I, I think that's a big crux of it because say, so say Alyssa and I are like, we really love each other. We think we're yeah. a perfect couple. We go in the truth booth. We find out we're not. And we make a deal that's like, okay, but we know that this, this is a real love connection, but let's play the game. Let's just go find out who our real match is. How do you find that out? You would find... I would look over and see Alyssa in the pool, like, swimming with Carol yeah. and flirting and laughing, and I would go crazy. I would yeah. be like, even though that was our agreement, like, you're, the only way you go and find out is getting to know, to know other, other people. people. And talking. To and other how do you get to know them and not be so consumed with jealousy and have all these issues with boundaries? So it's, it's oh. a lot harder to just be like, oh, well... I'll just... We'll do a numbers game. And there aren't enough weeks for you to just like lollygag and like kind of yeah. hang out with you each gotta other. You got like
2: and go for it. And they're all in this house. And you, they also like... They all have to. It's so crazy. They all have to sleep in the same room. The only way that you oh, can yeah. there's one room designated. It's called the boom boom room. Hilarious, and that's where people <laughs> like hook up. Or actually, there was one season where a couple did not care and they hooked up in a hammock, and they were like, "Bye, Whoa, we're gonna have sex." With there's the a lot of
1: holes in a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> That'd be crazy. hard. <laughs> I was like, okay,
2: but like. And so they they're with each other twenty four seven, and then like what? Wait, if you're... I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: just imagining what I would look like trying to be like okay, turn over.
1: No, you're yeah, flipping out. Yeah, no, it, like, it would swing. It's right? not like stable. I, I don't. It would it swing was like around. You're I would. Like, I can't even in get in a hammock like, alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway,
2: no, it was just <laughs> that's really crazy. Okay. It's Wild. They just <laughs> do like what, and they they'll and the thing is, if they they sometimes when there's a match they'll drink to celebrate, and then if they don't get a match they'll drink because they're like, well and then it's just it's wild. So
1: there's a designate designated sex room. Yeah. Designated sex Called room. Called the boom boom, the room. boom, yeah. boom yeah. room. And so they'll do be like they clean oh my God. it up.
2: I think they have to. Okay. I think they must. <laughs> and they do like they promote like I think last season they were like Trojan condoms. Like please <laughs> use Yeah use there was a lot of condoms. But stuff. yeah but it's it's but you're with all these people so 24-7. Have people like have
1: they gone on to have successful relationships from the people they met on the show? Yes. Okay. And
2: that's been very cool to see. Like you're like, oh, they really figured it out. And then there's some people that it is bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, there was one couple in season four. The season four is so good. Oh, it's so good. But there's a couple that's truly like. We're going to get married. And they do it like week four. Oh, and no. You're like, are you crazy? Why
1: do they do that? And they're
2: like, we're going to get married. And they go in the booth and they're not a match. Oh. And they lose their minds. And it, they like get in fights. And there's, you know, there, of course, like someone punches a wall and like yeah. people lose their mind. It's just... There's no rhyme or reason. You know, I
1: would like to think of myself as someone who would keep their eye on the prize and like just want the million and be like, all right, you can date whoever the fuck you want after you're out of here, but you can't get a million dollars like just easily like this anytime right but i do think back to like when i was single and like every single time i would have a new crush on someone i'd be like this is gonna be my husband like (laughs) nothing no bad behavior can deter me from marrying this person you know like Like, i was
2: watching season eight and jenna who's like another one of my favorite characters in season eight i watched her and i was like i would have done the same thing like been with someone immediately who they were attracted to and like had this like passionate romance and then be like, this is probably not good for yeah. me. Yeah. And then they like <laughs> go with this other person who's like gorgeous and beautiful. And then I was like, I think I would fall in love with every single person. Everyone's yeah. also so I hot. would,
0: I would fall in love with every person. Everyone is so hot. Yeah. I would have such a tough time dealing with like already whenever I've started dating somebody, I have like that weird sort of retroactive jealousy where I don't like hearing about ex girlfriends and other dates and right. stuff. So to then see people in front of me, like to if I was to hook up with somebody, find out they weren't my match, and then just see them in the house with other people, I would go insane. Yeah. I also don't know if, like, a lot of the contestants will come on and be like, well, I really need somebody who is, like, really grounded and really calm and is going to, like, keep, like, I know that that's complementary to my personality because I'm really wild and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I know what, what that is. My, my, yeah. my perfect match qualities of, like, what type of personalities. Do you think that you've learned a little bit? I, after digesting all these things. Yeah, seasons? I guess
2: that I'll watch it, and I'll, because I'll, uh, I like to watch to see who they picked, who, like, the matchmakers have chosen, and there are just people that really balance each other out, like, and I think I, I'm someone that's like, I'm gonna go crazy and do all this stuff, and so I'm like, oh, I probably would want or need, need a person that's a little bit more, like, mellow and, like, hanging out and, like, lets me kind of go crazy, but also is like, you don't have you don't have to stay until four in the morning. You yeah idiot. yeah. So
1: do <laughs> so you
0: think what do you what do you think your perfect match would be like in this house,
1: Alyssa? It's Mike. Oh, oh so lame. So oh my god. Lame answer. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean it is. I, I, it has to be someone who's like trustworthy. So if I. Like, if we struck a deal that we were going to explore to make sure that, like, we were the right match or whatever so we could win, I'd have to be able... They'd have to be, like, above board and be, like, sensitive about Mm, that situation. I think would be the most important thing. Yeah. Everything else is, like, you know, I'm easy. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of standards. I'm easy. Do you think...
2: What do you think?
0: Uh, No, I think I would be very confused. I think, like, it's funny now because, like, I believe that I am with my perfect match in reality um, to also be lame like Alyssa. But there's a lot of things about him that I couldn't have predicted would be, like, qualities of my perfect partner. Like, Tony is, like, super weird. (laughs) And I've (laughs) always pictured being with someone, like, totally not weird. Um, But I think... I also think being someone who is, like very honest and direct and like a very easy communicator and like probably good at confrontation, which I'm not g- as great at. But I I think it would be so hard in that arena to deal with. Yeah. My feelings would get so hurt. Even if it was, even if I, so let's say I go, I'm a, I'm a contestant and Tony is there.
2: I think it would still be an absolute disaster. <laughs> I think it would be a disaster. Well, and it's so interesting. In Second Chances, they, you come back as a pair. And yeah. And like the favorite, like the fan favorites to come back. And it's interesting because some people were dating. Like, there's yeah. a couple that was like, We're dating now and we live together and we're going to win this challenge because we know each other the best. And then there's a couple that had such a tumultuous relationship and weren't like, didn't really get along and they came back on the show. But you saw that they really were each other's in a weird way perfect match because, like, she was like, he does this thing where he gets explosive, but like I'm the only one that can kind of handle it. Mm-hmm. And he always yeah. comes to me when he has drama, and I'm just here for it. Because they're
0: still compatible. Yeah. Even if it's not a, a romantic love connection, yeah. like you're the person you're paired with, at least in the season I watched, everyone was like, Yeah, it makes sense. Like we get along, or right. we... and there was a perfect pair. This was funny from <laughs> season eight. There was it was two women and they got in a huge oh, fight. It was so funny. Crazy. over over another contestant and they got in this gigantic fight and then like weeks later through deductive reasoning the house was like oh my god you two girls are oh a perfect no. pair and they looked at each other and they were like bitch what and they were like we were screaming at each other." they were so cute and they were like so- and oh. they ended up just like kind of being best but and I don't think it ended up being like a love connection no. but they were like Oh, this makes sense. Like we were butting heads, and like we, there was like this Wasn't energy because they were too
1: similar. Yeah, they, they, were, were, they were very similar. similar. I mean, they certainly
0: fought very similarly, and yeah. they both were like
1: kind of confrontational and like in each I just imagine like being in a house with someone. You know, and I assume at the end they like tell you who all the pairs are, right? Yeah. Imagine just being like
2: what the fuck I hate that
1: person <laughs> yeah. just, like, but there's some people like there's always
2: like one person in the house that no one's like crazy about like yeah. everyone's always like they kind of get like picked sweet last. Danny
0: from season oh, eight he was so a... sweet and just like n- but nobody wanted to fuck him and, and
2: we were uh... like he's so great and it was so funny because I remember watching the show and all of my friends were like if Danny was in front of me he would be my first pick and I was like yeah it's but and then oh, But his
0: energy just kind of fell to the side, at least in the beginning. Right. And then you saw him at a bar. Yeah, I saw him on, at my birthday
2: party. Yes, <laughs> was that like, was it. I was like, I was like, oh, Is this a gift from Dama? <laughs> <laughs> <was like>, oh. <laughs> and he was so nice. And I like I just was like, I was like, he probably gets recognized all the time. And I like came up and I was like, hey. And he like knew, He was like, hi. He like knew that he knew I was. Yeah, that's that, how you that's recognized I him. Like, I just wanted to say you were great on the season and you were really nice through the thing and kind and not everyone is. And you're just Aww. really sweet. And he was like, oh, thanks. And I was like, okay, bye.
0: I wish so badly there was some way to tell him how big of a freaking fan you are. <laughs> it's, it was so frustrating to me. And I'm like, oh my God, he like had the nice in and it was probably like, oh, I just thought like this really nice yeah. lady like came up and talked yeah. to me and complimented me. I was like, you don't even know, dude. <laughs> You don't even know, oh. first of all, how amazing Carol is, and second of all, how freaking addicted to this it, show. Yeah. And like and she watched you on a webcam with the very low quality <laughs> for, for hours, hours. <laughs> and took notes and texted them to people.
2: Yeah, it like, was crazy. Uh-huh.
0: And a lot of them live in LA now. like yeah. it's that whole reality TV yeah. like, they, where they had their show and then they moved to LA. So we see them around. I have seen Jenna from season eight. Two times. Wow! I saw oh, her at a restaurant, person, yeah. and I saw her at Disneyland. Pretty and good. And I was like, "This is just cuckoo bananas." Oh, no, it's nuts! And I'm like, "Well," and I she's saw she's your match. Oh, and
2: Ralphs, I saw her three times. <laughs> See.
0: And I tried to go up to her at Ralphs, and then
2: her friend was like, "Not into it." And, and, I was but, like, and it was okay. on your birthday. Yeah. So my oh, birthday. Oh, how crazy! But I've also had we we were at a show together at a UCB show, and then like this guy from season four before oh, the, yeah. I even had shown you the show. Gorgeous. I was like, I was like. Oh my god, this is this guy from Season 4. I love him. So, it's just I love it. And then fun fact, it was very random, but um the reason I got interested in the show is my ex showed it to me. And we like we're sitting in bed like falling in love with it, like just so madly in love with it. And then later, oh yeah. She was like we, we were like chatting over like drinks or something and she was like, "Yeah, by the way, like I was in final callbacks for Are yeah, the nah. One." And if uh, and if I got it, Like, I almost did it. And if I got it, you would have been the ex they would have brought to Hawaii. And I was like, are you telling me I could have been Ari the one? And, like, (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was, but even just, like, hearing that, I was like, "Uh."
1: Was that when you guys exes? were together or after? No, it was after. Oh, okay. So I would have been. I, <laughs> I, like, no, I like. I was yeah. like. the idea that you guys are together, and she's like basically trying to tell you that she might break she was up like, with she was you, like, it's and over. then you're like so pumped to no, be the but, ex on the but show. It was,
2: <laughs> and then I, but it was. But it would have been <laughs> so wild. And now I'm realizing that it would have been probably season eight, where everyone is sexually fluid, but at the time I was like, they're going to freak out if it's a straight season and then the Mm -hmm. only ex they bring back is this girl. Like, what are they going to do? That would have been amazing. But it's just, uh, yeah, so So I'm orbiting. I'm orbiting. I'm close. Very
1: much in our thesis (laughs) that reality TV does good in the world. Oh, yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, expands your mind, expands your perception of other people's experiences. Totally. I love this. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Okay, is there one little... I'll ask you two things. Is there just one little nugget of information, and it could be very grand or very small and silly, that you have learned specifically from this show?
2: Mm, I think it's... Oh, that's a good question. I guess it's just... Enjoy the ride, really. (laughs) Enjoy the ride, because you really never know what's going to happen next. And um, I guess just like... the. Person that you're supposed to be with, it it may not be who you expect, and to really be open-minded to that, like you know, you think one thing, and then you, you know, you think you find someone and you meet them, and you're like, oh, they're weirder than I thought, but somehow (laughs) it (laughs) worked out. So in love, yeah, but I love it, and it like also we've learned that
0: you can have sex in a hammock. You can have sex in a hammock, yeah. So that's really exciting, thrilling. This
1: is news. I Biggers. probably cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Some people
0: might be able <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then lastly, is there anything you want to plug? Any
2: shows coming up? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, D- Dave, you know, yes. I'm gonna be Woo! on that soon. Just a little snippet and then super intelligence. But yeah, I'm on Instagram, you know, crushing it Carol is my handle. <laughs> okay. Very thrilling. But yeah, I'm uh, I don't have any sh- upcoming shows yet, but okay, cool. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll post about them. Okay, Instagram, so. and then we'll
0: see it on Insta. Thank you yeah. so Thank much you for coming. I'm um, a big us fan about- of the cast
2: because Carol, you are the one. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> so